Welcome back, everybody, to What the Fuck Is This? I'm one of your hosts, Monica. And I'm Miranda. And today we're going to be talking about episode 5 through 19? No. (laughs) Season (laughs) 5, episode 16 through 19. That would have been way too many episodes. The entire season. Could you imagine? We'd be here for hours. Oh, I would simply not show up to work today. (laughs) It's at my house. Nobody's home. Uh, oh. Okay. But Anything. we're only talking about the last three episodes because it only has, this season only has 19 episodes. Yes. I don't know how I feel about that. It was okay with me. Like, I'm, uh, I mean, I'm okay with it, it being odd, shorter, but, but it's weird because most of them have 22. Yeah, this is like one of the only ones, I think, that has 19. Um, before we get started with that, Miranda has some juicy book tea. I do. And she had to write it all down. <laughs> I her literally, on the YouTube video, you can see right now, I'm holding up my chart. <laughs> I'll put it on the screen, too. Probably a little bit more clean. I don't know. Um, I'm going to try and make this quick. Because Monica knows, I was like telling her the tea <laughs> as I was reading it, and I was like was all gone. over the place. It is very good, but... I was all over the place, and I'm just gonna tell you right now. This is a huge spoiler alert. Like I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna talk about every single thing that happened in this book. Okay, so it's the Co- Cousins by Karen McManus, and like I said, this is gonna be a huge spoiler. So if you want to read this or it's on your to read, I, first off, I would just a hundred thousand percent recommend it. And second off, I would skip now, which this reminds me, I'm going to start putting time codes in the description. So if you guys aren't interested in our book tea or you want to read the book for yourself, you'll know where to skip to. Um, I've been trying to add the chapters, but when I look at it on Spotify, I can't see them. So um, that applies to YouTube as well, and then I'll put it in the description of the pod. But I would a million percent recommend this, but from here on out, it is full-blown spoiler alert. Okay, so basically it is about the stories and the three generations. Um, Abraham and Mildred's story had Anders, Adam, Allison, and Archer. But the book starts with the grandkids, Jonah, Aubrey, and Mildred, who goes by Millie, because she's named after her grandma, but Mildred is an old lady name. Yeah, so her grandma's named that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I fucking thought when they were like, it's old lady. And I was like, really? It's almost like that's your grandma's name. <laughs> um, so it starts out with the cousins. They get invited to Mildred's resort on this fancy little island because Mildred has money. Grandpa is already dead. R.I.P. Abraham. You will literally never hear about him again. Um, I mean, in real life, too. I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, I cannot. Okay. So, <laughs> I got a case of the giggles today. Sorry, guys. So, they go to the island. They meet up on the ship there. Well, actually, they had a group text before. But anyways, basically, they meet... Because they haven't seen each other since they were, like, five years old. The grandkids. The grandkids haven't seen each other since they were five years old. The parents actually haven't seen each other since 1997 when Grandma disowned them. And now that you're wondering, what the fuck do you mean? Yeah. Me too. Why did the Grandma disown them? And also, I don't think I could go that long without talking to my sister. Right? I mean, I, I literally live with one. Especially, but. so... This is this great segue. Thank you, Monica. Because we learned through 1996 flashbacks 
that actually Abraham literally died in 1996 and Allison, the third born, was 18 years old that year. So the 16 year old and then the 20 and the 22 year old, they all lost their dad super young. And they don't tell us why for a really long time. But through the 1996 flashbacks, we learned that Anders and Adam, the first two, were super, super close, and Allison and Archer were super, super close. So instantly, I'm thinking, like, how the fuck did they not talk to each other? Yeah, especially since since 97, when their mom cast them out. Yeah, and then your dad just died at such a young age, you would think you would, like, hold on to your siblings a little closer. What the fuck? I thought it was crazy. Um, and then also in the 1996 flashbacks, we're learning about Teresa and Dr. Baxter. Teresa was Mildred's right hand, and Dr. Baxter was the family doctor. Um, the only other characters in the 1996 flashback are Matt and Kayla, and they're in a love triangle with Anders, because Kayla was dating Anders, and then Matt stole her, and then Anders was pretending he didn't care, but then he would sleep with him on the side, like, da-da-da-da-da. Well, then... Wait, you never told me that! Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) What? Yeah, it was a huge love triangle. Oh my goodness. Um, but then, at one point when all of them are broken up and single, Matt sleeps with Allison and gets her pregnant. So then, she confines in Adam because she was too scared to tell her younger brother, Archer, who looked up to her, and the next closest one that she like got along with, no, she tells Anders because he caught her buying the pregnancy test. I think she was the person that she was like the next closest with. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, who did this to you? Because we need to like have them fe- like, like hold themselves accountable. Yeah. Like, you know, if you want an abortion, get an abortion, but like, don't basically like, we'll help you. Like, don't let it, like, don't let it be scary. And then she has to tell him it's Matt. And he was pissed. And then she miscarries. You know what that kind of reminds me of? What? Um, Yellowstone. <laughs> a little bit, though. Like, that's all I was picturing in my Yes. Head. And so, she miscarries. It's super, super sad. Matt chooses Kayla. Kayla chooses Matt. Anders and Allison cast out. Da, 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 da. That's basically what happens in 1996. Well, until the very end, but that doesn't matter. So, <laughs> present time, we have Jonah, Aubrey, and Millie coming to the grandkids yes the grandkids coming to the island they get to the island freaking grandma didn't know they were coming mm-hmm who texted them right and there's only three grandkids because archer didn't have any kids and nobody has even heard from archer in forever because he's not doing anything like anders is a big money guy like anyways he's not really doing anything and then Millie, Aubrey, and Jonah all have their own kind of, like, tea. Um, it's not really that super great. Like, Millie's parents are just divorced. And then <laughs> Millie... I'm sorry. I did not mean to laugh like that. Allison was like, just... I'll give you this diamond teardrop necklace if you go get our money back. Like, our inheritance. And then Aubrey, <laughs> she wants to get out because earlier that summer, or, like, that school year, like, towards the summertime... Her dad got her swim coach pregnant. <laughs> she was like, "Give me the fuck out of here." How do you even deal with that? I don't know. It's like you find out your dad behind your back was dating him and or dating her, and then all of a sudden she's knocked up. And then she's like, "I feel stupid because I was the one that was like, Dad, you have to meet my swim coach. She's so important to me, and I'm probably the reason they got together." 
Yeah. Okay, but T, because that's how my sister met her ex-fiance. <laughs> He's one of my boxing coaches. T. Is this Fernando? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay. So now I'm getting into my synopsis, pretty much, because you don't know a lot about Jonah. And at first, I'm like, why aren't we learning anything about him? Well, it is because it's not really Jonah. It's not Andrew's Jonah, not Jonah's story. No, this is Jonah North. And Jonah's story actually goes by JT. So from here on out, this is how I'll refer to them. So JT did not want to go. Jonah did. And Jonah wants to go to get revenge on the Story family. He's mm-hmm. going to go to the root because, like I said, Anders was into money and he told his parents how to make investments, but they weren't good investments and they lost almost everything to their name and they're now in bankruptcy court trying to fight for like their family business and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, while he's there, though, Jonah gets feelings for Millie and he begins to rethink this whole plan. Millie swindles his wallet out of his pocket while they're playing pool. That was a good word. Thank you. Thank you. While they were playing pool, steals his ID because she was getting suspicious because she could feel the chemistry. And she was like, something has to be going on. So her consensus was to swindle the wallet. Okay, but once again, we're not in Alabama. (laughs) Right? Your cousin. Right? Well, that's what she was saying. She's like, why do I have feelings? Why is there like a sexual tension with my fucking cousin? Yeah, no. Um, She pulls it out, and his name is Jonah North. He tells him what's going on. They bring Aubrey in, and they agree. Because he doesn't tell them that he wants revenge. He just says, JT didn't want to go and I need money. Mm. Which is only like half of the truth. But still, that would make sense. Right. Because, because they're getting ready. Cousin yeah. Ever. Exactly. Yeah. And so, Millie's like, woo, thank God sexual chemistry is building my cousin. <laughs> that would have been awkward. Um, a lot of really, st- not like stupid shit. It was just like, compared to what's going to happen, pretty mundane. Basically, they go to brunch with their grandma. Grandma doesn't even want to talk to Millie about Allison. She only cares about um, Aubrey slash Adam and a little bit about Anders. But, like, obviously, Jonah doesn't want to talk a whole lot because he doesn't really know, like... (laughs) Any family, like, details. Yeah. He knows, like, the basics to get him through. Um, so... Then they get invited to Grandma's gala. Gala. Whatever. (laughs) And... (laughs) I honestly don't remember the significance of this gala, what the fuck it was for, <laughs> but they're going. Okay, but it wasn't important. If it, you can't remember. Exactly. Why, yeah. Millie drinks like five things of champagne and then she's like, I need some air. I mean, same girls, same. Jonah takes her out on the balcony. They start making out because Millie's drunk and she instigates it and the entire fucking party ends up looking out the windows onto the balcony to see two cousins making out which is when jt and anders come in and they're like whoa 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 why are you trying to steal our money like this fake jonah we know but so now at least the whole party knows that they're not cousins you know like if anything came out of that yeah they're not cousins. they're not cousins which then at this point um oh my god where am i at oh okay so now, Millie doesn't care about Grandma. This was, like, her second strike for her, or third strike, technically, but, I mean, because she's, like, done, but there was mm-hmm. only two things that happened. <laughs> she was Get over it, girl. fed up. <laughs> because she didn't care at brunch, and now she told Millie that she was embarrassment and kicked her out of the party, and 
wanted to like talk to Anders more than even JT or anything. And she's like, what the fuck? Like, I thought you disowned your kid for a reason. Like, yeah. Okay. Jonah's lies are like all caught up with him. Security's gonna walk him out. They take him to like a random motel by the boat. Because there's only one way on this island is a boat. Oh, okay. They take him there. He says, they say you have an open ticket. You can leave whenever you want tomorrow. Figure out your ride, basically. Well, then at this time, um, they start talking to Archer, which is the fourth brother that doesn't have any kids. Because he was a cocktail singer at mom's <laughs> fucking resort. Grandma's fucking resort. And nobody knew. He was going by a different name, which I don't even remember now. But so basically, <laughs> this whole time they had been talking to Archer, and then when Jonah gets like kicked out, mm-hmm. basically he comes forward. He's like, "Yeah, so I invited you because I read that Aubrey was a big swimmer, and I was like, how do I even know anything about my own kid? I need to get to know Aubrey, so I'm inviting you all here as mom." What the fuck? <laughs> Just play be grandma. <laughs> um. So basically, when they're there, at Archer gets a letter, and. Dr. Baxter wants him to come because he's got tea. He's got family tea from years ago. Um, he's breaking all HIPAA violations. Sign me up, right? <laughs> no! The next morning we wake up, Baxter's dead. <gasps> yeah. But when we wake up, we find out that Millie and Jonah made up in the backyard. They were kissing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I forgot that, like, at the gala or something. No, right after they get kicked out. Aubrey gets invited to go to Grandma's house by herself because basically she's the only kid that Grandma likes. She goes, ends up stealing a gate card, and so then we find out Dr. Baxter dies and Millie and Jonah made up, and Aubrey sneaks out to go to Grandma's house again, and she gets in on her own. She finds this open window and um, breaks in and goes up to her dad's room like looking for clues or something. I can't really remember when grandma finds her and then this is when we get grandma why are you walking so fast exactly and she has a gun she has a gun <laughs> and this is Lana when rose could never exactly <laughs> we get to um the reveal of 1996 when we find out that <laughs> the four kids went to this beach party because archer wanted everyone to go and at this beach party, Anders and Adam pushed Matt into the water because they live on an island during high tide when it was storming or like getting ready to storm. So the water was crazy. My man died. We also find out Matt was Teresa's son. <laughs> what? I don't remember you telling me about them <laughs> killing him. Like, I know you told me that they killed him. Yeah. But not the way. <laughs> No, not like this, right? I know. See, this is why I was like, I need to write all this down because I'm getting so like tripped up. Then we find out that in the within the next year, Kayla died in a mysterious car accident. And basically, Allison saw all this happen, and they made her swear to secrecy because they were like, "Um, we killed him or we pushed him in because Matt was talking shit on you and we wanted to scare him." But really, they were just mad at Matt, and Adam was always going to take Andrew's side, so he helped him kill him. Whatever. But they make Allison feel like it's her fault, so she'll keep her mouth shut. Okay, back to present time. Yeah, We're in I the bedroom not with Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Can we do some shit like that? No! Um, We're back in this bedroom with Grandma and Aubrey. 
and grandma's like you need to come downstairs and they go into the sunroom of all rooms and grandma's like Teresa go start a fire in the west wing or whatever and I was just like the way she said this I was like this is not ending well also if you have a west wing why are you burning down your house <laughs> I don't know. sell that bitch <laughs> I don't know like and then for the insurance <laughs> exactly um which funny you would say that because that's gonna come around but <laughs> um then grandma is like I knew you were going to come for me because you're Adam's kid and da 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 da. And she's like, what the fuck do you mean? And then all of a sudden, beep, 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 the car is coming up the lawn and into the sunroom. It's Archer. He's here to get Aubrey, get him out. And Grandma's like, perfect timing, son. Since you invited everyone here, let me just tell you. And he's like, you don't have to tell me. I can tell just by looking at you. And she's like, oh, yeah? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, then you tell Aubrey. And Grandma... Or Grandma says, you tell Aubrey. And Archer's like, that's not Grandma. That's Teresa. And Aubrey's like, bitch, what the fuck is going on? And then, this whole time, what Dr. Baxter wanted to tell him before he died was that Mom died of the exact same thing that Dad did. And all of these kids need to go get checked because there's bad hearts in their bloodline. And so, they died of like premature heart attack or something i don't know and i was like what and then Teresa made her cast all of her kids out because she was like they're gonna be so sad by your death they're never gonna accomplish anything so she does it no bitch wanted to take her life and get revenge for them killing her son i mean it makes sense not gonna lie but at the same time yeah like, are you fucking right kidding? and so then aubrey's like what the fuck? I gotta go. And she's like, you're not going anywhere because I'm gonna make sure Adam knows what it feels like to lose a kid. And Aubrey's like, I don't think he's gonna give a fuck because he already has another one on the way. And she's like, ooh, what a piece of shit, basically. And I was like, I mean, yeah, grandma, but like, the fake grandma. And then fake Teresa this whole time was Teresa's sister who was just like, I don't have anything going on in my life. Let me go be rich. <laughs> me? I'm not gonna be you. Why not? Money? Which then, money please. It's like this whole thing. They spent all of the money. They haven't been paying the insurance. So they made sure that the kids got nothing in life by starting the fire and they wanted to kill Aubrey. And then she wanted to make sure. And then because real Jonah wasn't on the island anymore, she was like, I guess Aubrey will do. Like JT wasn't there. So she had to just kill Aubrey. Archie was like, fuck no, bitch. Punches her. <laughs> she gets knocked out. They're working on getting out. <laughs> fucking Teresa dies of smoke inhalation but I mean, Archer like pulls her out of the building and like was like are you okay no she's already fucking dead she's gone <laughs> she's gone <laughs> and then so yeah basically all the parents come back and they're they're on the island trying to close up everything they can like the resort and various things sell it off mm-hmm. to someone on the island who will actually like give a shit because the stories are like, we've done enough to y'all, we need to go. Which the island was like, thank you for that. <laughs> and then we get an epilogue. I think that's how you say it. Epilogue where um, Millie and Jonah, they live a 40-minute train ride away from each other in the city. And they're going to school and stuff. And they're making out how they're going to... Um, like reunite and be together and live in the same city because 
one of the bars or whatever that um, Jonah's family owns, like they were able to get it back in the bankruptcy court um, and keep that to their name, but they kind of like lost everything else, which is like lost but a win because if you lose your house but you have the thing that like your whole family created like who yeah. really cares you can build another house um you still have Sunday exactly that's in the same city so usually Jonah comes there to work on the weekends and Millie comes there and they both work together and they play pool together and then they were FaceTiming Aubrey who is helping the swim coach take care of her brother <laughs> because deadbeat dad doesn't want to get a job <laughs> it's like the whole thing and then it ends with Paula, who was the fake Teresa, Teresa's sister, sending Jonah a note about, I don't know how you feel like you got away with it only doing a couple days and getting caught. I did it for years being someone else, like da-da-da-da-da, you suck. Bye. What? What? How did she even get his address? I don't know. Man, you should be in jail. What? And she was like, from one con to another. Love P. And I was just like, ma'am. I gotta go. The most random tie-in. So anyways, I hope that wasn't too fucking long. I thought it was like 20 minutes or so. One of the best books I've read in a while. Kept me on the edge of my seat. And as I said, I would 1000% recommend this to anyone who like mystery. Yeah. All that. Is I wouldn't say it, sound, it doesn't sound like there's a lot of like plot twists. But there's like little like bits and yeah, things. I think it's, that's what it's such. It's like all fog. It's like when you like are playing a video game and your map is all gray uh-huh. and you like slowly unlock all these parts, you know? Yeah. That you're like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> well, one should show to another. Oh yeah. So now we are talking about Riverdale episode sixteen. Uh, I wrote product placement, but I don't remember what it was. Wait, are we doing titles? Again? Oh, yeah. Hold on. Because I, I like some of the titles. Yeah, Band of Brothers. Okay. I also said Veronica starting strong with this product placement, but well, what was it? <laughs> it was a drink. It was kombucha or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, because she's like, she's like on her computer where she sets it down. Yeah. But you can like label. And she was label, holding it. Yeah. Like, if you held your drink like, out with, yeah. <laughs> and then she like. Exactly. I was like, ma'am. Oh, <laughs> my next line. I'm with Penelope on this. No more singing. <laughs> Honestly. I, I said no more singing at the ministry. Bless. <laughs> I don't understand what's up with them, like, singing on a show. Like, no. I don't get it. Like, Hannah no. Montana, that's what the whole show was about. I get it there. But this... It's fucking Riverdale where you're talking about fucking murderers. Yes. Like, what the shit is this? Also, you can cut this out. But on the next, like, the next season, we don't talk about the Lonely Highway anymore. No, because it's like we're not, I, dude, there's going to be something where we've, we're not in Riverdale. Like, I feel like it's going to, uh, here's it's my so guess for, me. here's my guess for this season. Okay. They are going to. I need some water. After my wake up in the hospital. Mm-hmm. That's my my idea. Or they're going to wake up and they're just like passed out around the house. Somebody's going to be dead. This label is not connected <laughs> to my bottle. No product placement for me. Me, on the other hand. <laughs> Get us more energy drink. Oh. Um, we got Betty working the lonely highway. Yeah, like as a hooker. Yeah, like I, Girl. I really don't understand that. In what world? 
I don't even want to step outside my house at no. night. Like, no. Especially here. And she doesn't even have, like, a real weapon on her. No! Like, at least if you're going to do that, carry a gun. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Um, we find out that Reggie and Hermosa had a thing? <laughs> I literally wanted to scream. I was like, what the fuck Where did is this come this? from? And did you work for Hiram while you had a thing with her, his daughter? That's what I'm saying. But it's like, not only that, but he's been with both sisters now. Yeah. That, to me, no. Which, no. this Reg and Veronica stuff is getting to me a little weird. Yes. I thought they were cute together at first. Yes, but now in this, like, yes, because at the end of this season, I was like, oh. Yeah. Like, I liked them, but now it's just a little... It's Veronica. Yeah. She's in, like, this weird phase right now where, like, yeah. she's not ready to be in a relationship, at least not a healthy one. No, because she keeps jumping um, from one to one to the other. Like, exactly. No. Um, so, wait. But then, right before we find out about Reg and Hermosa, because the whole reason we find that out is because Chad wants to have Pearl and Posh's books checked because Veronica was bragging, like, this is how she's going to get out of this terrible marriage and the debt mm-hmm. and everything. And so then we find out that Reg had a thing with Hermosa because she was going to help him somehow. Find the... Because Hermosa knows where the palladium is. Oh, yeah. Planetarium. Also, also, what the fuck is... We still don't know. We still don't know what this... No! We know it's some type of metal that is on the maple. Yeah. Apparently the only, like, reliable stuff right now. What is it called? It's not a maple farm. The Blossom Groves is what they call it. Oh, and then Cheryl (laughs) is gonna become a saint. (laughs) She's gonna perform three miracles. didn't mean to wake yeah did i was literally dying she turns water into maple syrup yeah <laughs> that's her first miracle she has i just don't understand like <laughs> wait should we jump ahead and just talk about them all yeah okay because then i have she turns water to maple syrup um oh i said cheryl be fucking for real carrying the pain of the ministry and jason <laughs> Oh, she holds the bees. The bees is the third one. She's taming bees now. Penelope's fighting back. Cheryl kicks her out with the power of her bees. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I didn't really understand her second miracle. Other than, like, it, it, they just describe it as she's carrying the pain of the ministry and Jason. Oh, that's when she, like, but, takes all his wounds or some shit like that. Yeah. Right. And then, so then, because she has her hands bandages for the yeah. rest. But it's so random to me. Yeah. Anyways. But that's with Cheryl. She's becoming a saint. Those are her three um, miracles or whatever. Archie tells his war story. Um, Wait, did I write anything about that down? The only thing I wrote is that he tells it because fuck that general, honestly. Because at first I was going to be a little like, are we really going to challenge the army over you getting a fucking award? Like, who cares this much? I understand, like, this random guy is going to be recognized, and he was the one that told you to, like, go in or whatever, but shouldn't you be recognized for what you did? And then he told the story, and I was like, oh, yeah, no, fuck that general. Like, this is fucked. Because basically, just for everyone listening, um, it's basically that the general... 
wants them to go in to make him look really good and he doesn't care yeah, like he wants that to everyone is like, gonna die he, he knew everyone was gonna basically go die that yeah. he was sending in there he wanted but to it get would an make extra him look so much better for retirement yeah for his retirement know. so that's what's fucked up but it has a happy ending because um archie is somehow redeemed i don't yeah, and they then like the general gets honor dishonorably discharged. And yeah, out. so anyways, that's but that. I did write for this. I wrote, "Why is Archie always trying to be the hero?" Exactly, because to, at this point, it's getting annoying. That's like, how I was in this feeling. situation. I understand. Yes, it, that's but, yes, that's exactly why I wrote this because I wanted to redeem him. I was like, I'm getting really tired of him needing to be the hero. But then I, yes. I was like, oh, okay, for fair, this situation, fair. it makes mm-hmm. sense. But I, like. Every single time he's tried to be a hero, it's just like, dude, it's too much. Get over it. Like, yeah. you're the one that needs help. Go to therapy. Like, <laughs> get your yeah. shit together, man. Yeah. Um, we find out that Jug is no longer sober mm-hmm. and is deciding to what is it called? Plagiarize that girl's book. Yes. Um, the one thing that I didn't like about this, um, is how they talk about Jug sobriety. Um. Because I have a lot of friends that are sober, and I just don't like how they went about this at yeah. all. Like, they, I, because it's like, all of a sudden, sober. All of a sudden, not sober. And, like, I understand it can happen like that, but yeah. at the same time, it's like, especially going on to season six. Yeah. Like, they just stopped talking about it automatically. And I hate that they didn't put, like, um, a disclaimer or anything to, like, let them know, like, Hey, if you're dealing with this, you can get help. Yeah, that's because really, it's like a yeah. real life problem, mm-hmm. and they just I agree. They kind of like dismiss it. I agree. No, I agree. And then they keep summing up like all of his bad actions to be like, "Well, he's an addict," and I'm like, "What?" Like, yes, mm-hmm. I know it works that way, but at the same time, like I don't feel like this is an accurate depiction. So yeah, I yeah. I agree entirely. And then also, none of his friends are there to help him. Yeah. That's a really good point. Nobody seems to care. People know, yeah. but it's like they don't care. The only person that seems to care is Tabitha, but at the same time, yeah, she's like, I'm going to stick with you no matter what, which is like, you're enabling him. Yeah. Come on, dude. Yeah, that's a really good point. Okay. Um, um let's see. <laughs> I wrote down the quote for I am Cheryl Blossom, the queen of bees. We got a lot of good quotes this episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because then... And then Penelope wants to fight against this. Whatever. I don't know what I was writing here. Okay, good, because I wrote this, too. Archie is going to back up Archie? That's literally, literally what is I wrote. That, are you talking about when he goes to get the support of the families to go against the general? I think so. Okay. I don't know. Because he does do that. Yeah. For everyone listening, I know not you may not be watching along or whatever. Um, you should. Should be. But if you're not, because um, it's fucking crazy, uh, Archie wants to go get the support of all of the men that he lost before he, he goes yeah, against this Because these families have already yeah. like, gotten their closure. They want... Because he doesn't Jackson want to tells them. him to leave it to, uh, alone altogether mm-hmm. because of those families. And Archie's oh. like, well, then I need to ask. I think I meant to say Eric. Eric is going to back up Archie. Yeah. Because that makes sense. Because he gets all the... And then Eric's on board. Yeah. Jug steals the novel. I said Betty with Jug. Okay, yeah. Right before that, I said, Veronica, what are you up to? <laughs> no fucking clue what I'm talking about. Uh, me neither, girl. Me fucking neither. 
But then be fucking for real. <laughs> um, Betty and Jug are making up. It feels like, and it's so it's like strange. It feels like I'm uncomfortable watching them. It's like, so weird, especially like they're in the fucking bunker. Like, at, it was dude, just, I would not be caught dead in a no. room with my ex. Like, oh wait, I know what this is about. Veronica's supporting Chad's endeavor of some sort, like a what is it? It's a helicopter cab. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Then, um, it's like an Uber for a helicopter. Because the next thing I say is that at the party to celebrate the launch, she puts out the covered-up story of their helicopter crash. Which, like that tea, girl tea. And then I wrote th- this quote comes from that. You'll never be an alpha. You're a beta. <laughs> Can you imagine saying that to a finance bro? Like. <laughs> He, like, um, basically was just like, oh, I'm over it. Like, he wanted to die. I would have been, I would have been embarrassed. Yeah. Um, I'm almost out of notes, honestly. <laughs> Tab is going with Betty toward the Lonely Highway. Mm-hmm. And then we get another quote from Cheryl. Something in me shifted. <laughs> is this when she believes she's the literally the holiest of holy or whatever yeah, now? I, I, like, How? Literally, how? My last note for this episode is a quote, but I don't know from who. Just say it. I've got this really bad feeling about what happens next. I don't know either. Yeah, me neither. It's time to be real. I haven't been real in, like, (laughs) two weeks. Okay. But that's it for my um, episode. Same. Okay, so... In the beginning of this episode, we find out that they've been working the Lonely Highway for 10 days, and there has been no murder in 10 days. Yes. That they know of. And then we get a chime ad placement. <laughs> <laughs> because Archie's men need to be play at, um, paid by paid. Um, Cheryl. And she's in them like $517. I'm, like, so confused. Like, was she not paying them before? I guess not, which is fucked. Because she basically says... She basically promises more money if they find stuff. Yeah. But, like, bitch, they're doing the work. There's no guarantee that there's anything down there. Yeah. Other than Hiram wanting your fucking plot of land. Yes. Um, and then we go to um, Veronica and Chad, and <laughs> they're at the they're with their lawyers discussing their divorce. And all Veronica says that she wants from the divorce is Archie. <laughs> I really wrote that down, ma'am. What? You've been married to this man for what, like seven years, and now you're just like, I just want Archie. And also, why the fuck does Chad want the Pembroke? That was. I feel for like it was what? just to get her go. Uh, probably, but like for what? In what world? I or to sell it out from under her or something. Now put your head back. That was cute. <laughs> um, but she's like talking about it like it's their dog. Like I want Archie. Oh yeah. I need my ball. All I want is Archie. I was like, okay, whatever. And then we find out that Hiram still hates Archie because he tells Chad. To kill Archie. He's like, it's a ghost gun. Here you go. 
that traceable. Okay, but like in what world? Like, sir, it's been seven fucking years. Get Get over it. Over it. it. That is... Oh. And honestly, the only reason he would ever hate... Like, the only reason I can think of that he could hate Archie Mm -hmm. was because he he dated Veronica. That's the only thing. And even then, they've been broken up for such a long fucking time. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So weird. So we find out that Chad... Um, tries to shoot Archie, but he's a really bad shot. <laughs> that was comical. And then Archie beats him up, or like, wins the fight. No, first off, he starts by frisbeeing a trash can lid square into Chad's face. <laughs> Which, like, I, what is it? Captain America over here. And then he, like, throws a few punches and Chad runs away. I, I was just so confused. Like, who has that good of an aim to throw a trash can lid That was so Straight irrational. to the face. And then we the next scene is them back with their lawyers and Veronica is gonna take everything because mm-hmm. Chad tried to kill Archie. Ma'am. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, you ain't got no proof. She was like, you dropped the gun, dumbass. Which said to me like just stick to finance. Just stick to finance. That was like, oh, you weren't raised in Riverdale. Yeah, or like, like we know you grew up privileged if you don't know any of this shit. Like, come on, uh, um, um, I do have one quick note. Cheryl does juice cleanses for answers. Oh, I don't remember. I Kevin came to her about something, and she's like, understand. "Let me do a juice cleanse to figure it out." And then I'm you. also very confused as to why she lists out every single fucking ingredient. We should try it. <laughs> now I'm saying the juice cleanse, but we should try the drink she's drinking. Okay, it's like maple syrup, cayenne pepper, and some other bullshit. I might have everything. <laughs> Let me go back. Another body was found. Yes. And Tabitha asks Betty and Jug to help solve the mystery. (laughs) Ma'am. You're into Jug and you're asking him to hang out for long periods of time with his ex? Um, I could never. I wrote Veronica and Archie Gross. Like, as soon as, like, she has the divorce papers, they start hooking up. Oh, my God. That was so disgusting to me. It was just, like, too much. She was so like, oh, it's school. finalized. Make out. I was like, no. She, like, jumps on him and wraps her legs around him. I'm like, this isn't The Bachelor. And, like, I was so confused because, like, I love, I'm I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I love Betty and Archie together. Yes. And them doing it and Veronica and Archie doing it. Veronica and Archie. It's like a completely different vibe. They still feel like they're in high school where they're like, we have to jump each other's bones for like 15 Mm -hmm. seconds of fun. It's like bunny rabbits. Yes. Where like Betty and Archie, they're like in love. Yes. They're sharing love. Yes. They're like doing it for each other. Yes. Uh, Yeah. No. Um, Kev says he's leaving the church and then I said Penelope snooping. (laughs) Okay. We also find out that the church prays to Mother Earth. Yes. The, like, four elements or whatever. Yeah. Um, Hiram decides he wants to explode the mines. Yes, he's blowing up the Blossom Mines. What the fuck? Oh, this a lot happened in this episode. The Mothman saved a student. Yes. A student that was, like, sleepwalking he or whatever. Lerm- Lerman or whatever. Yes. <laughs> Larry Lerman? Logan Lerman. Is that his name? Yeah, I think so. What are we all looking at now? It's probably a squirrel. The squirrels have been hella active, but we're not going oh, outside. Yeah. Um, we find out that the body that they found was not Polly's, but then we do find out that the DNA 
was a match for Betty's, and apparently that guy, uh, the tongueless guy, is Betty's cousin. Oh my god. What the fuck? <laughs> literally, I was literally like being like, what is happening in this show? Like, in what... He was just drooling on the floor. I was like, what are you doing? Um, but yeah. And then so Veronica finds out that it was her dad, her daddykins that blew up the mines. And Archie's still in them. And yes. so she ties him up. She fake kidnaps, or like, doesn't fake. She actually kidnaps her father. <laughs> ties him up in his office. And says, if Archie dies, you die. Ma'am. And For then, all the trouble he's done, just kill him at this point. Yeah. Just kill him. Which, we were something coming. Um, her daddy issues come from the age of 14. Because, like, we got that. Quinceañera or whatever. Yes. Saying, like, oh, he, he wished he had a son. Yes. I'm like, dude, get over it. Who cares? My dad only had girls. And look at us. I don't give a shit. Okay? You get what you get. You yeah. don't throw a fit. Same. Exactly. But honestly, my dad would never say something like that. No. Because... The guy cousins in my family, if you're listening, you know who you are. Um, and then we get fucking Betty being rude to Nana. Yeah, she was getting in Nana's face. Man, she got dementia and you being rude to her? She don't even know who uh, you are. That was wild. Um, um, Nana's husband was fathering other children. <laughs> but Grandpa was a whore. That she's been hiding away. <laughs> I literally wrote Grandpa was a whore 12 illegitimate kids. That's insane. How many basil mamas? Nick Cannon, is this you? And then uh, they're behind the Mothman. These illegitimate children were like... Drapheus, the old guy yeah. that Jug visited to tell him the story about the Mothman, is one of them? Yeah. And now we get a visual of Cheryl praying at the mind. And this is when I wrote Cheryl's a witch? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I said, what the fuck is Chad doing? Is he stupid or dumb? <laughs> I don't know what this Goose is referring wants to. Goose weigh in, though. Come on, Goose. Oh, when he breaks into the Pembroke, and he's trying to kill Veronica. Oh, yeah, and they're in the same apartment, like, yeah. going round and round. Also, <laughs> did she get her little fake Alexa from <laughs> Glamazon? And how the fuck did he not hear her be like, Alexa, say this, do But she's this. like whispering, and in no fucking world is that ever going to happen. No. That would no. be ridiculous. But Archie and Jackson do make it out alive, thanks to Cheryl. Praying for the wind. Um, <laughs> Veronica. Veronica. Kills Chad. Mm-hmm. Boom. Dead. Then she frees her father. And she says, bye, you little bitch. I had that call too! <laughs> Dude, I was living for that. Uh, who, what did I, I don't know who I'm referring to in, uh, for this, but I said she tased him in the nuts. I have no fucking Oh, clue. when they go. the junkyard? Yes, when they go to the junkyard and they're all fighting other people off, they, yeah. <laughs> she tases him in the I nuts. I didn't, I did not like this like at all. I didn't either. The junkyard, the end of the Mothman. I we just never should have had this fucking Mothman. Yeah. I'm very confused as to why Fangs and Tony decided to like basically were like, if we die, we die. You have a fucking kid. Yeah. Like one of you should have stayed back. 
Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Also, you're the queen and king of the fucking serpents. Yeah. Why is it not more this is of your people? so stupid to me. Just so, so stupid. And then at the very, very end of this episode, Polly's dead. We find out. Yeah, she's in we the confirm tr- it. Trunk, trunk at this junkyard. But I am so confused as to why Betty brings her mom. Yeah. Like, how they explain the other bodies or how they show the other bodies. Why would you do that to your mom? Yeah. So it does, like... This does make me understand episode 18 a little bit more. But, like, mm, no. Well, episode episode 18, 18 is the worst episode of season 5, in my opinion. Even other than those the last five we talked about, I, I could not stand this. Because it's a musical, and it was, like, back-to-back songs. Yeah. And, like, it was a very good episode because you get a lot out of it. But it was, like teeny tiny little chunks yeah so you had to like sit up. there and watch it yeah, in order that's to like, I hate it yeah um my first note was oh this one's called next to normal my first note was okay i'm sad for alice but is this going to be the musical episode <laughs> um i wrote i hate this so much <laughs> charles and polly and betty are in alice's musical fantasy um so charles and polly are back but they are not real. Yes. And only Alice can see them this whole entire time because yes. she but thinks they're soul. Betty makes out that that's who she's like communicating with or yes. whatever by the end or whatever to help her get over it. And then we cut to fucking Veronica and Archie fucking moving in together after she just divorced and fucking became a widow. No. Wait. Is she just a widow? Did their divorce get like finalized, finalized? I'm going to say she's a widow because of that comment when she wants to go back to Wall Street. Oh, yeah. Which I think is the next episode. I don't know. But you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Because basically, I'll just say it because I'm pretty sure it's the next episode. Yes, because then that's why she wants to do the casino. Yeah, because um, she wants to go back to New York. She wants to go York. back to New York and she's talking to that guy on the video camera. I can't remember who it is oh, on the video chat. And she says, I'm ready to be the she-wolf of Wall Street. And he's like, probably not a good time considering you're currently the Black Widow. Yeah. Which I don't see a problem with that. I didn't either. That just means people are going to be more scared of you. That's what I thought, but... Um, Yeah, that was so many issues, though, that Veronica and Archie already want to move back in together. Yeah. Um, Tabitha tells her parents that Jug is her boyfriend. Yeah, and then we find out that Jug actually really does want to date Tabitha. And he sings his feelings. I, I'm sorry. I love him as an actor, as a singer. It's so weird. I hate it. He needs to be stopped. Um, I did write down, like, they're acting like Alice is acting like extremely crazy, but to me, she's lost two kids. Grieving and her husband. There's only one kid left. She's gonna hang on to her two kids dying and let's as think much about as possible. her husband and her son. That is already trauma in itself. Yeah, and then Polly, she had just gotten Polly back. Yeah. So like I understand like she's grieving and stuff, so yeah, she might be going a little crazy. And like, yeah, she does need help. But at the same time, you can't really blame her no. for how she's handling all of this. Like no. she doesn't want to lose her kids. Mm-hmm. And like she's already lost two of them. Yeah. Um, um, 
Betty pulls Polly's ashes out at the dinner table to be like, you're not actually talking to Polly. Ma'am, that was a little aggressive. Yeah. You didn't need to do Alice and then, like that. But then Alice blames Betty for Polly's death. Yeah. Which, like, she's kind of right. Yes and no, though, because... Yeah, like, obviously it's not, I, like, her fault 100%. No, but... If she wouldn't have been asking questions, sure. Yeah. Maybe, but she, at the end of the day, Polly was doing something that was going to get her killed. Yeah. Regardless of whether Betty was here. And she was, yeah, because she was still doing it, and she was just saying she was doing something else. Oh. Um, and then, Veronica... Oh, it does happen this episode. Veronica wants to go back to New York. Okay. Oh, yeah, because this is what leads to the end of... Varchi at the end of episode 18. Yes. But Veronica goes, so they're living at the Andrews house with all of the, <laughs> like, the jug, jugs there and a couple army guys, or Frank and the army Frank guy. Frank and, and the army guy. Jackson. Yeah, Frank, Jackson, and, and what the fuck is his name? I don't know. Jughead. Yeah, Jug. They all live there. Um, And she hears someone in the shower so she decides to go surprise Archie, like, <laughs> in lingerie, but it's Jug and Jackson. I was like, bitch, what, did you really think Archie, you live in a house of guys. Yeah. Also, why doesn't, why don't they have the main, like, the master bedroom? We've never seen it, though, come to think of it. Yeah, but, like, in, like, what world? I don't know, because he's just in his childhood bedroom, so unless he doesn't want to go in where his, like, mom and dad used to be together. I don't know. He's fine giving that to like Jackson or Frank. Yeah. Oh, and this in this episode I also wrote down I don't like how they're dealing with Jug's sobriety. Oh yeah. Um and then we get uh Fangs and Tony admit they love each other. Yes. Um and then at the very end they do like a pretty little liars like zoom out of everybody. <laughs> like yeah. standing together. At the funeral. And then, mm, I want to say this, but I don't. Say it. The cast is very white. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty much just Veronica. It's Veronica, Tabitha, oh, yeah, and Tabitha. Tona. Oh, yeah, she was. I forgot Tony was at the funeral. Yeah. I remember Tabitha being there for, like, Jug, but I forgot Tony had gone to the funeral. Yeah. But I, those are, like, the only people of color. And, like, even then, yeah. It's pretty um, bad. Which I think is episode 19. Yeah, I'm done with episode 18. I literally have half a page. Yeah. And it's nothing. The name of episode 19 is Riverdale R.I.P. Question mark. (laughs) Is that really what it's called? Yeah, but the question mark is in parentheses. Why does Reg want to change the business to a casino? Like, where did that come from? I don't know. Other than it just did really well. Okay, here, finish it up for me. I'll see you in a bit. Okay. Okay, so Veronica wants to go back to New York. Right? And then Archie wants to bring back Andrew's construction with what money? He's broke. He's broke, boy. And then Betty becomes an official FBI agent after she was already kicked out, which that's confusing as fuck. My notes! Fury, you're not being a very good stand-in. He's like, I don't care. I'm getting my buddy scratched. So he wants to change it. Veronica still wants to go back to New York. You can stay here as long as you're quiet. But then they tell us 
that she's the Black Widow of Wall Street or whatever again. Oh yeah, here's my note. Black Widow of Wall Street because she killed Chad, which like, I just don't understand. It was self-defense. <laughs> and, oh, Betty is back on the FBI. And Weatherby asks Jug to be in charge of the blue and gold. Okay, okay. So she wants to go back. She can't. She's a black widow. Betty's now an FBI agent, which she's going to set up home in Riverdale. She's going to open up the Riverdale office. Yes. And then they throw a party for Betty because she graduated and everything, which I think is just so cute. Oh. (laughs) Graceful. We were about to talk about this when it happened, but it wasn't really, like, super what the fuck, I guess. Cheryl starts fostering that girl. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And so, but to th- this is what the fuck, so this is what reminded me. She has the girl in the mines. Yes. And they're, like, up. working together. And she's like, oh, well, we're done. Girl's covered in, like, whatever the fuck. And Cheryl's, like, perfectly fine, clean. <laughs> that was so insane to me. And yeah. like, Mm-mm. where where is um Mm-mm. the child? What's it called? Child Protective Services. Yeah. Where is it at? We get um, Jug is gonna restart the blue and gold. He's gonna be the teacher for it. Yes. And then at Betty's surprise party, we get Frank flirting with Alice. Okay, but then I was like, Alice, what's your problem? You got to say everybody related to your daughter's boyfriend. Bitch. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I said, who is this guy with face paint? I wrote that. Who is this man with face paint? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? And then, fucking Pops is on fire? Yes! Pops? Are you fucking shitting me? Pops is the best place ever. I would die who to go there. did this? Yeah. Rude. Tabitha and Jug want to move in together. Well, you're skipping way ahead. I actually had that before the fire. What? Yeah. I did not. Oh, yeah, because I talked about it at the party. Yeah, okay, because then Cause she's I had like, the fire. And I said... Yeah, because they're like... She like, asks him at the party. She's like, well, my lease is coming going to be up. Yeah. Bitch, you should have just renewed it. <laughs> Honestly, that's... This is too much. Um, Pops is on fire, but the tires are slashed on the fire truck. And then we find out the ghoulies are back. Yes. And they're... <laughs> The serpents are a joke, which, like, yes. <laughs> fair enough, fair They're not enough. not the only one saying that. And the ghoulies want to take over Riverdale. Yeah. And then, fucking, the trash bag killer calls Betty, covered in, while well, he's covered in blood and in a mask. Yeah. I didn't get that at all. Um, and then Tabitha and Jug burn down the Lodge Ledger, Legend, whatever the yeah. fuck it's called. And then we get the quote we haven't heard in a long ass time. In unity, there is strength. <laughs> um, oh, and then this is a juicy bit where they kidnap um, Hiram again. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to talk about before this? Uh, well, there's that whole storyline with Pops. She wasn't paying her insurance so she could pay the waitresses. So they can't pay to fix Pops. And then so Pops is like, I'll come back. 
Like, oh, Pop yeah. says, I will come back. I didn't think that was that. What it's not what the mean? fuck, but it's happening. Yeah. And then um, he's going to come back and start working there and give all of his retirement to fix it. Yeah. And then we have everybody's holding a gun. Everybody mm-hmm. in the town. Every Basically at, everybody. Yeah. At Hiram. Like, guys, and they're going to kick him out. I don't understand why they always do, like, the city limits. Like, drop him off in the middle of East Jesus Nowhere. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's exiled with the video of him killing the man who killed his father. Mm-hmm. Which is just, I And then know. there's bodies found in the mines. That girl that's helping yeah. Cheryl. Nana says, I was wondering if they'd ever be found. It's the Forgotten's. And then apparently Cheryl's aunt, like great aunt or some shit, was accused of being a witch. Yeah, I said, so now we're in Salem, Massachusetts. Yeah, and then the killers were the Joneses, the Andrews, and the Coopers. Yep. Dun, dun, dun. I, why did it take so many years to hear about this? Yeah. And then we do what? get like a little bit of like a flash forward-ish together. Um, we find out Cheryl is a witch, kind of. Or she thinks she's a witch. I don't fucking know. Yeah, that was super confusing. And then I said, because she goes in to that town meeting thing. Wait, is that what, is this what that Yes. Is? And she, no, it's before the town meeting, but she says if you do the town meeting, she's going to show up and be mad or whatever. Yeah, that she wants like a formal apology. She wants a formal apology. I, I was like, you that. literally just fucking found out. Chill, yeah. bitch. But even then, it was just like, what do you want them to do? Like, they don't know anything that you're fucking talking about. And that's what I'm saying. You just found out. Yeah. I'm sorry it was your family, but your family has been wronging people for fucking years. Yes. What did you do about it? Not a goddamn thing. No. Um, Um, And then, Betty and Archie are together. Yes. And then they hear ticking. Archie looks under the bed. And there's a bomb. Yes. And then... It's it's implied that it was Hiram. Well, no, it gets cut to a scene of Hiram and, watching, yeah. the, watching the town, and there's, like, multiple explosions says, throughout tick, the town. tick, tick, boom. Yeah. So it's implied that those bombs are from Hiram. Yes. But also, it, I don't know if it'll be that the ghoulies, and they just, like, told Hiram what was going on. I don't know. I don't know. Because... But we, fi- we do find out in this episode that the ghoulies work for Hiram. Yep. Still. That's what I'm saying. So was that their idea? Was that Hiram's idea? Who knows? But we just know that there's multiple bombs that go off in the town. And now we're ready for season six, which we I... want the tea. hate season six so far. It's atrocious. I can't wait to get into that in episode 13 with y'all. Literally, because... we're four episodes in already, and each episode is completely different. Completely different, and guess, guess what? Spoiler alert, we're not in Riverdale. We're in River Vale. I can't tell you a goddamn thing about this bomb. Nope. They haven't talked about it. Because we're not in Riverdale. And we don't even know when we're going to talk about we're it. We're not in Riverdale. But that is the end of season five. Woo-woo! Um, I don't know if I like this season or not. I'm like, I, I'm like on the edge. I think I'm like, I rate this one a six out of ten. It's in my top three for sure. Because for me, nothing's gonna beat season one because I love just a classic mystery. Mm-hmm. And then probably after season one, um, it would be like season two because it was getting a little what the fuck, but like the black hood was like yeah. I just solid, but I oh. actually pretty much enjoyed this. Other than, mm-hmm. obviously, episode 11, those five episodes we had to re- recap in episode 11 mm-hmm. was rough. 
Um, yes. But I did really enjoy, in general, like, um, other than the Mothman, I thought the storylines were, ne- like, nice. Yeah. So I'm going to give it a seven. Um, I think what I didn't like about this is that why did they bring up the BTK killer if you're not going to, like, yeah. go any further with it? Yeah, that was super weird. That and the Mothman are the only yeah. reason I won't rate it very high. But I liked the time jump. I liked them being I really older the and time sophisticated. Jump. It makes it. It makes the whole season make, or like the rest of the show, make a lot more sense. Yes, I agree. And I like not having these dueling storylines of kids and parents. Yes, like we're mostly just focused on the the kids, and then the parents actually fit in. Yes, like it makes a little bit more sense for Hiram to have beef with like a twenty five year old. Yes. Um. Other than the fact that it stems from when he was 16. Yeah. But... No, but I do like this because it's mm-hmm. like... The parents are now support characters. Yes. And they're just there. They don't really have their yeah. own storylines. They Other than like they Alice, come from. but that one makes sense. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But anyways... But yeah, so I would rate this season a 6 out of 10. Um, <laughs> This next episode that we're going to film or we're going to record... It's going to be a rough one. Yeah. I already don't want to do it. But, um, what time is it? Oh, it's time for my What the Fuck News. Yes. So my What the Fuck News, this comes from my home state, um, Texas. But it happened in Plano and it's like close to where I grew up. But the... A Texas Hooters attacked by youth in crazy assault, supposedly over chocolate. <laughs> Apparently, um, these guys were selling chocolate in the Hooters parking lot. Which, why are you selling chocolate in the Hooters parking lot? Okay. When the manager of the Hooters like approached them and told them to leave. And apparently, well, allegedly, things got violent. And a couple of them attacked the manager and left him with a broken arm. And then things went inside, so they went back, they, like, they all went okay. into the Hooters, and there was customers that were hurt. Uh, why would you go back in Hooters? Well, I mean, it's the manager. If your arm's broken, obviously I'm going to run inside, like, call somebody, but I, guess. I don't understand, like, where the customer's getting hurt. Like, I don't understand that. But, so far, no arrests have been made, which doesn't make any sense. Oh, yeah, what the um, it doesn't say how old these people were, but they're beefing with twelve year olds. Yeah, but there's like a video and they're like shirtless and shit. So I just don't understand. And it's all over chocolate bars. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. But that's my what the fuck news. Yeah, that's fucking wild. Yeah. But that's my what the fuck news for today. Um Anyways, go ahead and follow us on TikTok. I keep wanting to say Twitter. TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook at what the fuck is this podcast? Underscore what the fuck is this underscore podcast? And recommend us stuff that you want us to see because after season six of Riverdale, we need a new show. Yeah, because the new season seven isn't coming out till the end of next year. So we need yeah. something else to talk well, about. Well, to Netflix. Yeah. So we need to talk about, we need something to talk about. And then for the December, November and December months, 
Well, for November, we're going to be finishing Riverdale season six. season six. Yeah. And then in December, we're going to be um, watching Christmas mo- uh, movies, which we're going to be watching the new Lindsay Lohan one. Woo! Uh, falling for Christmas, Falling um, into Christmas, something like that. But we're going to be watching that one. And we're going to be drinking some wine. Mm-hmm. 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 We're going to get festive up in this bitch. <laughs> but, yeah. And those will be fun because we're going to watch them together and then record all on the same day. We should see if we can... Re- so, we probably would just do audio, though. Like, record and listen to it. I don't know how we would do that. we got to figure something out. Because I feel like that would be easier. Yeah, we need to brainstorm. Because then that's going to be... Because we we're watching right, three we, in one we day. Wanna watch. Yes, I agree so that we be need a lot to like, talk about. record while we're... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but anyways, um, if you have any tea you want to spill, let us know. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have any book recommendations, let us know. If you have any show recommendations, trailer recommendations, like anything. We also do, like, we want to get started on also, like, movies. Yeah. We want to start looking more into maybe releasing more episodes a week. So if we yeah. do like a movie episode and then the regular pod mm-hmm. episodes, that would be good. So just recommend us stuff. Spill your tea with us. We won't tell anyone other than the other listeners. Yeah, we'll keep it all anonymous. Yeah, we'll switch your names. It's okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, thanks for listening. See, well, I was going to say see you next Thursday, but I'm not going to be seeing y'all. You're going to be see hearing us. us. Yes, seeing us and listening to us next Thursday. Don't forget to follow us on all our socials. It's going to be in the link below. And, yeah. Adios. Bye, guys.